Welcome everybody back to the Finding One podcast. This is your host Reese bringing you another episode. I apologize about the hiatus. Sometimes you just need to take a break from everything. Just relax your mind, relax your spirit, you know, channel yourself. But I'm back. I have a lot of great new ideas for you. A lot of great new things to cover. Uh, This week's episode is about properly healing. A lot of people and even myself I didn't know for years that you should properly heal between partners you know you just jump out of one relationship and then maybe you meet somebody else in two three weeks and you just jump in a new one and then you just keep running in a cycle of like this loop this never-ending loop and you can't figure it out because you're not doing anything different than you were from the last relationship you're not changing anything different from the last relationship you're not learning or growing because you actually haven't even healed from the life lessons that you were taught in that relationship. So apologize about the little one in the back. She obviously hears someone else. So um, another dog. So she's barking her hand off, of course, right when I want to do my podcast. But anyway, we're going to continue on. So properly healing. Um, to be honest, just to give a little backstory, uh, I am engaged now very exciting uh it is the hardest thing i've ever had to do and it's not because that it's the person it's because if you really want to commit to yourself like actually marry and commit to someone else you have to self-reflect like nobody's business i mean you're self-reflecting constantly you're self-reflecting on you know, how I could have handled that conversation differently, how I could have addressed this situation differently, how could I have shared my uh, fears, my thoughts, my ideas, you know, differently. You're constantly um, getting advice from others, also as your sp- and your spouse, just to try to get, you know, several different opinions, just to make sure you're not crazy. But it's a beautiful thing. You know, anyone that tells you that's in a relationship is not hard work, they're lying. Anyone that tells you that you won't have ups and downs, they're lying. Uh, Because you're taking two individuals and you're trying to create a union. And within creating this union, you have to first learn them. They have to learn you. And then the two of you are trying to develop and grow as two individuals but also together at the same time because you never want to lose your individuality too and sometimes you know you might say something hurtful you might say something um out your mouth that could be perceived as negative and you don't necessarily like when you're saying it you're not saying it to be harsh you're not saying it to be uh down putting you're more so saying it because it's just something that ran across your brain and instead of you maybe processing what ran across your brain you're just like yeah uh i'm just gonna use this example just you know to drive it home yeah that dress is cool but it would have been nice in yellow and it's like and then maybe your partner's thinking like oh but i love it in blue you know so you could have just said you know i really like the dress uh it it seems like it's a nice color maybe does it come in other colors you know things like that that's a whole different other conversation you know, the way you approach it and everything. So the point of me saying all this is that when 
it wasn't until maybe a couple relationships ago I realized that you have to actually heal from a past relationship. And for me, it was just like, I didn't realize how unfair it was to my next partner that I hadn't healed from my last partner, if that makes sense. Because, for example, way before I got engaged, um, a couple relationships ago, I had got out of a bad relationship and then like, oh, you know, and then you throw yourself at the next person. Like this person is supposed to be the savior. And it's like, for well, for one, you know, no one person could be everything. Another thing I learned about relationships. So you, it's okay that your spouse does these things great, these couple things great, and then you have your friends that do these things great, and then you have family members that do these things great, and then maybe you have a support group that does this couple things great. So it doesn't, like, to, to take that burden of, oh, this person hurt me, now I'm going to throw all my uh, stuff on you, and you're supposed to just fix it, why can't you fix it? It, it's one it's not fair to the new partner and two that's a lot for someone to take on like they're just learning you maybe they're still learning their self and as an individual you should never stop learning yourself so I would say they're also learning their self but um overall what I realized is I became frustrated because like all the challenges that I would bring into the relationship weren't just getting solved instantly because you know we live in an instant world like you can be on live instantly you can order food instantly like date instantly with a swipe of a finger like everything so instant so like for me the frustrating part of relationships is when I wasn't um receiving that healing as soon as I wanted it like I was like okay uh I'm done with uh person a and now I'm on person b and person b hasn't helped me heal from person a like this person b now you're starting to second guess like this person b not the person either because like you know, shouldn't I feel like the way I felt, you know, when I first got with person A, it's like, but essentially you haven't gave person B the opportunity to be loved for them as an individual. You haven't gave the opportunity for them to make their own mistakes or have their own ideologies and thoughts and ideas. And it was, it was, it was some time before I realized that I can't bring in all this extra baggage. I can't bring in all this extra. Well, I've always been okay. For example, one of my things is I like to be heard. My partner knows this. She listens to me often. Um, she can tell you things. She 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 might be multitasking, but if I ask her something, she'll go, "Oh yeah," and I remember this. And sometimes, which I don't remember, I tell her story several times. So like, there might be a story, let's say about uh, the dog you just heard, and um, now. Um, she's like, yeah, yeah, I've heard this story five times. And I think her threshold is somewhere in the five to six range. Cause like by the sixth time, she's like, I've heard this story. Cause she's respectfully like the first time, oh, maybe he doesn't remember. Second time. Cause she's actually told me this out of her mouth. And it was just so shocking to me. Cause like, you know, you talk to someone so much and about so many different things. I don't keep track, but she obviously has some scoreboard somewhere, but that's not here, nor there. The point of the story is that there's a lot of things that, I knew in my past that I was just like, no, um, this isn't something I want. Like, I really want to be heard because, I mean, I don't feel I share a lot of information with a lot of people as far as on a personal level. So on a personal level, I share with a small group of people. So these small group of people, not only are you fortunate because I don't share my information with a lot of people, but I have to really trust you because I, I would 
I it's a two-way street for me. Like what you tell me, I'm not out here doing it on Twitter and sharing it with everybody. It's just a me and you, unless you say it's okay to share as an example. But other than that, no, it's it's between me and you. So for me, I think one of the things in some of the relationships that like I didn't properly heal from is wanting to be heard when I want to be heard. Like I don't want to talk all day long and I don't want to talk all the time. I mean, I enjoy talking and I can do those things, but like, it's a level of comfortability. Like if we just met, I'll talk to you for a little while, you know, try to feel you, cause I'm trying to feel you out. I'm trying to understand you as a person. I'm trying to get a idea of who you are, what you stand for, you know, things like that, your character. Um, cause that's what matters. Color doesn't matter to me, but your character as a person. So for me, it was like, frustrating uh as an example when i went into another relationship and then that person didn't listen it's like well why don't you listen why don't and you know bringing in all this old baggage instead of going in the door saying hey i really like to be heard um so i would really prefer that i have your undivided attention when we're talking and i will also give you that in return that you can give me your undivided attention that i can have you can have my undivided attention without me Uh, being distracted or have something else going on so but the problem is that I didn't look at these individual things as individual things that I needed to express relay and heal from I just looked at it as I I grouped it all as this person was just bad you know this person was just terrible Instead of sitting down, if I had, and and this is where I'm uh, reeling in the properly healing. If I had actually sat down and gave myself six months to nine months to heal, just an example. If you gave yourself six months to nine months to heal, you would have realized, hey, when I was in relationship A, I really didn't like when I wasn't hurt. And then when I went in relationship B, I felt that same way. So if you actually sat down there and thought about like, okay, these are things that I like, then that would have been part of your couple episodes ago non-negotiables like hey i really want to be heard i don't have to be heard all the time as far as like that doesn't mean like i'm going to talk to you every day all day but when i have something to say i just want you to listen because it makes me feel that you value me as a person and you value me as a partner so had i properly healed from those relationships and not just wrote it off as oh this person was terrible they didn't do this, 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 and this. If I would have actually sat down and took the time and healed from any of those relationships, you know, two, three of those relationships, like just back to back, because, you know, relationships were three months, then six months, then another three months, then a nine month, and then like they just weren't ever amounting to like a real relationship. Not, not that I'm saying, please do not say, okay, let me refrain. Please do not take the length of time to mean if your relationship is valid or not because I feel like based on your life experiences based on what you've been through based on how that person makes you feel how you make that person feel the length of time you've been together is irrelevant because you have people that you click with right away and you have people that didn't make you as comfortable right away and it took a little bit more time so I'm not saying that all I'm saying is that a lot of the things a lot of my holdups a lot of my negotiables and non-negotiables, I could have figured out a lot longer, a lot quicker, sorry, a lot quicker if I had properly healed from these relationships. And then also within healing from these relationships, 
taking the good with the bad. Like, okay, so what were the good things that I loved about being in this relationship? Okay, cool. Maybe write that down because I'm a visual learner. So I'll write that down. Okay, I like this. I like this. I like this. Now, what were the bad things? Okay, the bad things was maybe the communication wasn't there or it was toxic environment or whatever it is that you think the bad things are. Everybody's bad things is differently. Um, But as far as that then if you would have actually healed from that one you would not have spite or ill feel towards that person in your heart luckily i don't i can honestly say i uh wish all my exes nothing but the best you know some of them i'm sure got married maybe they're in relationships i don't really know but i don't wish i'm not one of those people that hoard bad feelings towards them and wish them bad because you don't continue to receive uh, good things and blessings and you just don't get your cook karma like that so I personally don't but I do know of people who have said oh bump my ex and forget my and it's like yes and I and I really it, it makes your ears screech because it's like that means you properly haven't healed now am I saying that people's exes couldn't be terrible they couldn't have dragged you through everything yes I'm not saying that at all all I'm saying is that whatever it is that you went through with that ex learn from it heal from it and develop as a person from it so let's say this ex misused you abused you made you feel less than uh just sexualized you whatever the the negative is it really doesn't matter the negative but i just gave some examples because those are usually the common negatives so whatever the negative is let's look at it as well why did I allow them to use me well because uh, they made me feel loved okay now we have a basis of okay they made me feel loved and then you have to if you're writing all this down you will go well why don't I feel loved already and now that right there might take you a little longer time than just sitting here so you might have to Think on it a couple of days. Get a little board. It doesn't have to be a vision board, but like a chalkboard or, or even a piece of paper. Just write it down and then put it on a wall so you can look at it or write it on something that you can constantly look at it and think about it. Like, why don't I feel love? Why do I need this person to validate love? Now, I'm not saying that there's nothing, there is nothing wrong with loving your partner. I love mine dearly. She means the world to me. However, I'm saying is you have to also love yourself. Like you have to love yourself. You can't be out here loving someone else and you don't love yourself. Like it's it's just not humanly possible um, to genuinely love someone else without loving yourself. So for you to go out here and say, oh, well, they made me feel loved. Uh, so I did all this. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to look at have to look at the overall picture of the whatever it is that was the bad in this case is they made you feel love where does that come from where does it stem from could it be you didn't feel loved in your childhood could it be that you have issues with uh, displacement or issues with abandonment or issues with just anything along that category of uh, I've had love and then love was taken away. 
or I never felt love and this is the first time I really felt love. Like those are all important things to know because and I'm not saying you have to fix it right away because something that big that happened to a good majority of your life of for example let's say you never felt loved a, a good 20 30 years of your life or 10 20 however many years of your life a majority of your life is the point if you didn't feel love in the majority of your life this one man telling you he loves you cannot fix that overnight so i'm not saying he or she is a terrible person all i'm saying is you need to know that that's one of your weaknesses that hey i enjoy the feeling of love i enjoy being in love i enjoy loving other people however i know as an individual that it is a trigger for me so maybe maybe as an example you don't tell the next partner you love them as quickly like because maybe partner a you told them within the first month And now you're on month three and four and you're kind of like, I don't know if I love this person and do they really love me? And a lot of times people will go along with what you say because they don't want to be the one to hurt your feelings. For an example, let's say you loved that person, your partner within the first month, you told them, hey, I really love you. Most people, not all, most people will say it back, whether it be common courtesy Rather it's, well, you know, I kind of feel something. They don't know really what it is either. Or maybe they have their own battles and challenges similar to yours. So without properly healing from your relationships or without properly knowing about yourself and knowing how you need to be loved, there could be problems within properly healing, you know. But if you had took the time to properly heal, you could say, you know what? I never really felt love growing up. You know, and that's why I jump in and out of all these different relationships because, you know, this one guy says he loves me. It's like, okay, let's get together. And then the other guy says he loves me or the other young lady. I'm sorry. I don't want to put a gender on it because gender really doesn't matter when it comes to love. But uh, uh, individual says they love me. uh, So I'm going to love them too, you know. And but subconsciously, you're saying it. But you don't even understand that you're more excited about just hearing them say the word than do you actually feel it because it wears off so to me it's like had I thought about these certain things and properly healed I could have moved on and I think when I started or I know I'm sorry I don't think I know when I started properly healing between relationships, I had the most clarity because I had to self-reflect and go, hey, you know, I really did like this person. I could have even loved them, but I was lying to myself. I was telling myself that um, one of my non-negotiables is negotiable, you know, and for some people it could be simple as I don't want kids and the other person wants kids and you're having kids for them but you have no desire to be a parent so a decision that big and that important could alter your life and could leave you with a not a year years of resentment 
not just one year, several years. I mean, kids aren't just like a one and done deal. Like, all right, we have one year. All right, we could send them back. No, no. You have to take care of them the rest of your life. You're responsible for this individual until they're able to fend for themselves and be responsible for their own. And even still, to this day, I call my mom. And be like, hey, mom, da da da. You know, mainly to check on her, but also because I got life stuff going on, and who knows better than her? She has a 20, 30 year jump on me, or however much. I don't know. Let her tell it. We're only 10 years apart. But what I'm the point of the story is she's a lot older and she's a lot wiser. So I'm going to bring come to her. Am I a man that can take care of himself, fend for himself, think for himself? 100%. She raised me like that, and that's the man I'll be until the day I die. And I'm very um, okay with being an individual. However, that doesn't mean that her opinion isn't validated. That doesn't mean that her opinion doesn't matter to me, you know? So, and that's the thing people don't understand is like sometimes you have to just be able to look and see, like, okay, these are some things that. I've healed from, from that past relationship and I will not tolerate because maybe depending on how your dating cycle or how your dating life has been, you might even find some negotiables and non-negotiables within healing because maybe after healing, you go, you know what? I don't really want to create a kid, but maybe I date somebody with a teenager because it's like, Hey, I love you, I have to love them, it's a package deal, but raising a teenager is a lot different than raising a newborn, especially if you don't want a kid at all, like, a newborn, that's tough, like, it's gonna push you, your partner, to wits of non-beyond, and, you know, and, and you mentally, physically, emotionally drained until you get to a certain part, I don't know, uh, this is what I'm told. Uh, but you're drained and this is an experience that you all go through together and it creates a whole new level of bond and a whole new level of commitment with you and your partner so it's a beautiful thing once you get to the end of the tunnel but when you're in the tunnel still looking for the light it's tough from what i was told so the point of that is that a lot of people if they had properly healed from their relationships they might have had a different outlook on the relationship because think about it like this when you just broke up with your ex two weeks ago you might still be upset about the last argument y'all had because it's still fresh you know you might still have a text message you might still have a missed call from that person depending on how many people you talk to on a regular so it's still they still might that you still might not have removed them from all your social media platforms so just it, the, it's still fresh it's still new it's still there that doesn't mean that they can get you back sometimes they can if it's you know haven't been too long but for the most part it's still fresh and the thing about that is with it still being fresh and it's still being at a point of we're kind of at the waiting to see what happens next stage you can't really get clarity once you have completely, I won't say removed the person, but I'll say completely cleansed from the person. Uh, for me, a lot of times it takes as simple as removing them from social media because I've always been that guy that if a young lady said, hey, you know, uh, I don't want to talk anymore or 
this isn't working for me or I can just tell by the conversation or text that this is kind of awkward. I'll just politely bag out because there's too many people out here. There's too many ladies, too many men out here to be sitting there trying to um, force something to work, you know, week one. Like if the week one, week two, those are supposed to be the weeks where, you know, you know, puppy love is in the first month. Like everybody's just like, oh, I got the best boyfriend ever, best girl. And, you know, you see those people and be like, how long y'all been together? One month? Oh, okay. I'll talk to you again in seven months. You know, and it doesn't mean that you love your partner less. It doesn't mean that you care about them less. It's just like, there's days I love my partner to death, but I don't like her. You know, and 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 I'll tell her to her face like, there's days I don't like you. I I don't like you. And she's told me days that she loves me to death, but she's not my friend right now. Now that hurts. Now that hurts the most because I always want to be her friend no matter what. But I get it. When she tell me I'm not her friend, I'm really in trouble because like I didn't demote it from. I didn't demote it all the way down to 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 not even a friend. <laughs> so, but that's our thing, and that works for us. And that means to me, and same thing it means to her is that hey, I'm always gonna love you, but right now I'm upset with you. Right now I'm um furiated with you, maybe, possibly, I don't know. Um, maybe right now I'm in a place where I don't feel you understand me or you're not hearing where I'm coming from you know it can mean a number of things it doesn't mean just one thing but that's what I learned from like healing from relationships is just like you have to be able to have that little time apart to be able to realize like okay cool like this person was a great person but for someone else or this person was a terrible person in the door and because I just wanted to leave something else and jump into something else that's why I wound up with this person now, I hope them nothing but the best, but for me, they weren't the person I, you know, that I should be with, you know, and I think the, the very final uh, point that I'll bring up with properly healing was everybody's healing is different. Some people need to do cold turkey to where they block the person on everything, remove them from everything, and that's fine. Some people just need a couple months and they can move on. And some people need to have like uh, what I call like closure or a final conversation where it may be a public space because you don't want anything intimate to happen after because it defeats the whole purpose. You want it to be a public space where you all can just vent to each other, have that dialogue. Maybe in my opinion, what I've done that worked for me was I would go into my notes section and I would write down, okay, I want to talk about these six topics. And then I would, you know, it doesn't really matter who goes first, you or the other person. But um, at the end of the day, they need to be fully heard and you need to be fully heard. And at the end of that, you need to respect whatever it is that they said and they need to respect whatever it is you said. And that to me has worked as a great healing um, process as well because I finally felt that I was fully heard you finally felt that you was fully heard and I respect it maybe I don't agree with every single point but this isn't in, in that meeting or that final interaction this isn't that moment to do that it's just to say look I heard you I hear you and I appreciate you sharing and that's what it is uh, and it should be the same for them And at the end of the day, 
uh, if they were good to you and a good person to you and they were a uh, important part of your life, maybe here, two years, whatever, you guys could be friends and start from there. Um, and sometimes after that kind of conversation, you realize you guys are better as friends and can start right there. It just depends on a lot of different factors, what you've been through, what emotional connection you have, um, just things like that to know if, and, and there's no per, one person I can't, anyone else doing podcasts can't tell you like, okay, six months, you leave somebody and six months later, you're good. Like, no. It depends on what that person went through. Like, if you were around and a passing of a family member that was important to me and you were there to support me and love me and just help me through that, it's going to be a lot harder to get over you than someone that just, we went on two dates and this is just, I just feel like every time we talk, it's toxic. Yeah, that person, person B, you can get rid of today <laughs> and not have any ties because you're not that invested. But someone who's been that invested in your life and that invested in you, um, it's going to take a little time to heal. So take your time to heal before you go out here and find the one. And if you haven't fully healed, there's nothing wrong with telling that other person, hey, I'm still healing, but I could use a friend because everyone can use a friend. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I have a lot more great topics coming. So please keep tuning in. And I want to thank everyone who emailed me. I appreciate it. Reading through the emails now. And I'm just very excited to continue this podcast. Um, And I look forward to making future content for you. So other than that, I won't hold you too long. And this is Reese, your host for the Finding the One podcast. And it's been great. Everyone be careful, be safe out there and stay blessed.